Hello beautiful people, it's me Joey B. Today's episode we're going to be talking about a book review and it will be the first section in our afternoon tea. I'm super super excited to talk to you guys about this book today. It is written by a man named Dr. Matt Candias. I hope I pronounced that right. And it is titled In Defense of Plants. An Exploration into the Wonder of Plants. Now, Dr. Matt is somebody that I have been a fan of and has been a major inspiration in my life of plants. He has his own podcast that I've been listening to for almost three years now, and it's called In Defense of Plants. So you may have heard of that before. If you have not, Basically, Matt just finished up graduate school and he would go on his podcast and talk with a bunch of people that knew stuff about plants. So it didn't necessarily have to be anything in particular. It didn't necessarily have to be over one specific topic or one species of plants, but he would have, he would invite just about anybody, doctors as well, other biologists and botanists and I, I mean just all kinds of things anything you can think of. so it's been it's a really great podcast and it actually gave me most of the inspiration to start doing my own so without further ado let's get into the book now i can't spoil everything for you because this book is truly one that's worth reading even if you have very minimal plant experience even if you are an absolute expert this is one of the most impressive as well as readable plant books that I have ever seen. A lot of the other ones that you might read, especially in the field of botany, are super awesome, contain a lot of great information. However, they typically tend to be full of a lot of wordy, scientific language that most people probably do not want to spend their free time reading. I received a copy of this book on March 11th, after I pre-ordered it early in, I believe it was February, maybe late January. And once it came, I was so excited, I couldn't even contain myself and ended up going on a family trip this past weekend. And I actually finished the whole entire book in that one trip. I couldn't put it down. It was absolutely incredible. I would not even come close to considering myself an expert in the field of plants. However, I have a fair bit of knowledge, and I'm familiar with, I would say, decent majority of plant species. However, page after page, word after word, Matt was both inspiring me and also astounding me. Well, technically it wasn't Matt, but it was the plants that he was talking about. In chapter one, he actually goes over an experience that he had working in a quarry when he was doing some work with blue lupins, as well as the blue carner butterfly. Now, like I said, I will not give too much of this incredible book away as I do genuinely believe that every one of you should read it if you have the chance and you enjoy reading. Even if you don't, I still think you should read it. But he was studying the effects of the blue lupines on the Carner Blue Butterflies population. And as the chapter goes on, he, he reveals more and more as to what makes this plant so special, as well as what and how the plant and the butterfly interact with each other. It is super interesting. I was absolutely blown away by his account of the story, 
And as the book progresses, Matt gives plenty of other examples as to this sort of plant-animal population dependency, where the plant population largely impacts the population of whatever animal in question. At the end of chapter one, Matt talks about his green revolution. And this is a point that I really wanted to make sure I talked about. Because, believe it or not, most of the, well, I won't say most, but a lot of the die-hard plant people are those same people that many, many years ago had absolutely no interest in plants whatsoever. This is similar, I would say, to both Dr. Matt and myself, as for me personally, I truly did not have any sort of interest into plants or into what they were doing or the animals they were associated with. Whenever I was a kid, I didn't even like gardening. I wouldn't even help my mom if she asked me to or any of that. So it's truly crazy and a little bit humbling to see myself and the position that I am in currently and the life that I plan to build on the foundation of plants in the future. Back to Matt, though. He was talking about his first realization and his first experiences, both gardening as well as learning about plants. It always takes a lot more effort than you might think to grow plants, especially ones that are not typically native to our areas. I wish that I could go and bring up every single example from this book that, that truly just blew me away. I was so impressed with both Matt's ability to explain this information in a way that I could then reciprocate to, let's say, my brothers or my mom, who don't necessarily know a whole lot about plants, and I could spit those same words back out to a member of my family, and it would make complete sense to them. That is something truly difficult to do, and I give all the credit in the world to Dr. Matt for doing that. Even though I would love to give every single example of all of these awesome, interesting, super incredible plants, I am going to leave that up to the people that know the best, and that would be Matt. Like I said, this is, I would say, the best book of 2021 so far, by far. And it is worth reading. It's super short. I finished it, I read about 88 pages a day, and for three days, and it was, boom, it was done, it was easy. And it's a really easy read. The book feels amazing in your hands. It just makes you not want to put it down. You don't even have the ability to put it down. Another thing that I really liked about this book is also kind of the whole point behind it. In a surprising amount of chapters, Dr. Matt was going over different examples of how plants are adapting, how plants are constantly changing and trying to survive. They're in the fight for survival. It was really interesting when he would give examples of such occurrences as whatever he was talking about in the chapter, and a lot of the times he would bring up orchid species or other types of plants, especially house plants, that a lot of us are familiar with, but most of us truly do not know a lot about. From Topics such as pollination, sexual reproduction, the fight for survival, and many of both defense and attack strategies that plants use are some topics that 
Matt was talking about throughout this book, as well as just trying to give an overall appreciation for what it means to be a plant. I have never felt more plant-like, I guess you could say. I, I really felt like I was sitting there on from the dirt looking at the world from the plant's perspective, and it changed my mind, even as somebody that is, you know, basically surrounded by plants and spend a decent amount of time every day either watering or um, pruning or just looking at the plants that I have. You know, even as somebody like that, I was just stunned. Uh, you know, I truly gained a much greater sense of appreciation for plants as a whole as well as native plant species. I think Matt also did a really great job of explaining why and really the main problem with why you do not want to encourage or participate in planting non-native plant species in your own homes. It is a serious problem and most of the time, as you will read in this book, a lot of it has to do with first, that the plant gets here, and secondly, that the plant cannot be killed by other native plants. My favorite chapter, personally, in this book would definitely have to be the chapter in which Matt was talking about different ways that plants disperse their seeds in the sexual reproduction chapter. That was some of the most incredible and mind-blowing stuff. I mean, really, the I, I will not give a single example because I really want you to go out and read it, but I can tell you there's at least three or four different examples just within that chapter that I would say would be worth to buy the book, even if you just read about that one plant. I mean, it is so good, and plants are super awesome. Without giving too much away, I think that the reason that I like this book so much, the reason that I was so drawn to the In Defense of Plants podcast originally, as well as why I find Dr. Matt Candias to be such an interesting person, is due to the way in which he views plants. To Matt and to myself, plants are not just the main source of food that we get every day. Plants are not just some beautiful piece that you center your house with. Plants are living, reproducing, constantly battling. They're in this great struggle. These sessile organisms that are dropped in a number of ways, somehow or another, dropped, planted, whatever, you, whatever word you want to use, they are set in a certain place of soil or onto a tree or what have you, and they're there for their whole lives. They have to do everything just in that one spot. They have to fight. They have to get food. They have to protect themselves. They have to be prepared for different seasons and different situations where they might not have enough water. They might not have enough food. You know, what What would you do? When we're hungry, as people, we will go to a restaurant or even better to make our own food from the fridge. You know, but that involves getting up and moving to go and get the things that we require. Plants cannot do that, and that idea is really at the heart of what drives my passion for plants. It is that they are so well adapted. They have come up with strategies that will both amaze, astonish, and drive you to 
question your whole existence as to how something, some organism can live in the way that plants do. I think that another really important aspect that I would be remiss not to express to you all is Matt's main goal, which as stated both by the title of the book as well as his podcast, is that we have both a responsibility as well as a sense of duty to protect our plants. I sometimes wonder about all the different plant species that we have yet to discover, probably many, all the different plant species that we have eliminated from existence, as well as what plant species we have never known existed, never got a chance to understand or learn more about, and that thought really scares me for our future generations. You know, things that we might take for granted, like succulents or cacti, they might not be around in the same way that they are today, in the beautiful sense that we think of them in. You know, even orchids or any of those type of highly poached, very endangered plant species. I think that it is absolutely essential for people of all kinds to not only protect the plants, but to go out of their way to make sure that plants in their own environments, as well as their surrounding environments, are properly cared for, as well as cared about. Plants are the foundation for all of human life, everything. I mean, plants are at the center. Without plants, we would not be able to do the majority of things that we are doing now, in one way or another. They are our food, they are our clothing, they are our floors, they are our structures, our foundations, they truly are, and we d do not give them even close to the right amount of attention and amazement that they deserve. I think that that is the goal of Matt's book. I think that he's trying to get you and me and all of us to just think and really look at, am I doing everything that I could be doing to help this plant? Am I doing what I can to help the environment? Am I planting plants that are supposed to be here? I think that he just wants to get all of us to think and really question. He says, look at this, look at all of these awesome plants. They have evolved over all these years to do thermogenesis, to create new structures, to metabolize other non-plant species, as in carnivorous plants. Those type of things are amazing, and those are definitely some that stand out in the plant world. But every plant, even the pothos that you have had for forever, you love it because you don't have to water it at all. But there's so much yet to learn from pothos. I mean, plants are not valuable to us solely due to what they provide for us. Plants are valuable to us because of everything. They give us everything. We would not be able to sustain civilizations if we did not first learn how to cultivate and grow plants. That's a fact, as far as I know at least. As I mentioned before, if you're not a big reader and you don't think that you would be too into a book of this kind, I would highly recommend checking out Matt's podcast, In Defense of Plants, and it's available everywhere. So if you're not one for reading, I would definitely say check out the podcast. If you plan on getting more invested in plants, I would say it's also good to listen to. Well, I think that's just about it from me. Thank mm -hmm. you.
I just really, really hope that each of you get a chance to carve out some time in our busy lives to sit down with an incredible, absolutely incredible book called In Defense of Plants, an exploration into the wonder of plants. That is written by Dr. Matt Candias. As I said before, I hope that I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Alrighty, guys, thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. And finally, keep growing in your own way and personal fashion. All you'll need to succeed is lots of plant passion.